Len Curry. What do you think, this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead farting? the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over, turning up and dialing to my fingers. Going, This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Oh, a little loud, a little loud. Um, what is today? Today's Wednesday. But well, we, we got ourselves a convict, a Louisiana man, who police described as armed and dangerous. Not the same guy, not Mr. Spider-Man down there in Pennsylvania, but uh, we'll talk about that. That's uh, on Channel 7. Tonight at 6, I'm sure, it's, I'm sure John Moore is reporting it as we speak. This actually was posted about three hours ago. Didn't know about this. The forgotten uh, convict. Everyone's eyes were in Pennsylvania. And this guy, James Arrington of Slidell, is accused of attempted murder in Louisiana for allegedly shooting, shooting a man rather in June. The 22-year-old is currently being held without bail in Jefferson County as a fugitive of justice. According to officials with Metro Jefferson Drug Task Force, the U.S. Marshal Service asked them to arrest Arrington, last Wednesday at 409 South Massey Street. Last Wednesday. We're just getting this. By the way, anyone know what happened to that woman over there behind Target? Oh, yeah, it was uh, someone Someone texted me. He said, uh, it was a granddaughter's boyfriend. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. You know, you raise these kids, you know, just to be like everybody else and a good Christian, and then they go off the rails and they hang with a murderer. On Thursday, task force members, I said that. That was at 620 State Street. Hmm. Wow. I would have liked to have seen that. But are they saying it happened last Wednesday? We're the last people to know around here about anything. Oh, by the way, you can't use that bridge for about uh, a whole day. Oh, it was on News Junkie last week. Well, I must have missed that memo. You're an idiot. Uh, what else is going on? It's just, it's, it's, it's maddening. It really is. And by the way, it looks like, uh, what's his face there? Aaron Rodgers with a D. Is, uh, his career is over. He's 39 years old. And, you know, the more and more I think about the Aaron Rodgers thing, you know, the Jets were all jumping up and down, like, oh, he's going to change us. It's like, even if he did for one season, he's, he was going to be 40. What do you expect? There's no future with Aaron Rodgers. There's certainly no future now. But at 39 years old, your Achilles or whatever happened to him, it was, it was you know, the only thing I can think of when some, they say it's very painful, by the way. And like anything else, the hangnail for me is painful, but... When you lose your that that thing in the back, it's like a rubber band that's attached to your to the back of your foot that goes up up your leg. The only thing I can relate it to is like when when you have like a, a shade in the window and and you try to bring it down and then it just snaps right back up again and spins around. Ow! He wasn't gonna last. He was thirty nine. If he was thirty four, thirty five, that might not have happened. 
But as you get older and you get roughed up as a quarterback in the NFL, stuff happens. Oh, it's so depressing. And again, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm more of an NFL fan than an actual Jets fan. I've always been that way. I, I'm more interested in the game as opposed to who wins. And yes, I want the Jets to win. I want the Buffalo Bills to win. I don't want Dallas to win. And for whichever reason, I don't think New Orleans should even have a franchise. I don't know why that that question was that was posed on a safe uh, Facebook a couple of years ago. So, what's your worst franchise? What's what city is the worst? city for a franchise. And I said New Orleans and Philadelphia. Philadelphia obviously is a major city. It's one of the most populated. But for some reason or other, New Orleans, it's every time I look at New Orleans, it's it just looks like a cesspool. <laughs> I hate the logo. I never really like the uh, the Superdome. I, I actually like the Superdome from the way it looks from the outside. Inside it, it's it's just a dark, dark place. Never liked it. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers out maybe for the rest of his life. And he'll have a better chance of coming back on Jeopardy than he will coming back for the Jets. And by the way, on top of that, and I've said this before, he was one of the better uh, hosts that actually uh, stood in for Alex after Alex passed away a couple of years ago. All right, so Attorney Joe Stanley is going to be calling in at around uh, 5.30. So if you have a question and or concern for Joe, by all means, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, today's hotline show somewhat, you know, middle of the road, nothing that stands out. Uh, but there is something, and I should have been ready for it, this, uh, this latest tirade. And the, uh, the meme page, the Watertown, I, I don't know what they call it anymore. It's kind of a parody on everything going on at City Hall. But there was something on there last night, and, and maybe it's on there now. But Cliff, check that, Councilman Cliff only is really going off the deep end now, in my opinion. It's getting real personal. And recently, he, he, he said, uh, now he, today he was talking about road construction, but he also had some, oh, here it is. Cliff, only 19 hours ago, time in office affects everyone. Some, some age faster than others. And this is, he continues on Facebook. They say it has to do with the stress and attitude. Some have more stress than others. Some have a better attitude about life than others do. Just an observation I've made, Cliff says, sign Cliff only. And then beneath it, public office ages profile. Well, first of all, th- th- it's, it's so off in, to begin with, and I'll explain that in a bit. But it's got George Bush, George W. in 2001, and then it shows George W. eight years later in 2009. Now, granted, the picture of George Bush is done in a studio in front of a flag. It's like his portrait. And the one uh, next to it eight years later is, is some impromptu picture somewhere out in the open. The next picture, Barack Obama, 2009, and then eight years later, once again, uh, a studio-controlled environment in 2009. The other one seems to be in the press room at the White House in 2017. He doesn't look much different, to tell you the truth. And then, and this is where it just gets very strange, Mayor Jeff Smith, 2020 to today, Mayor Jeff Smith, 2023. Once again, first of all, Jeff Smith is a good-looking guy. I'll say that, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in control of my masculinity. He's a good-looking dude. And in this particular picture on the left from three years ago, his hair is combed. He's in a studio. He's in something that looks like from Burns Photography, where, again, it's a controlled environment under proper lighting, and he looks good. The next picture, he's probably sitting in the lobby somewhere at Channel 7 compl- arguing about how, how crazy Cliff only is. Of course he's aged in the last three years. It's, it's an unfair comparison to begin with. Well, all three photographs here, Cliff, 
But where is Cliff, excuse me, where is Councilman Cliff only going with this? How low can you go? And by the way, he's got virtually no responses. Two people responded to this. Both of them are the Dermodies. No, just kidding. Just a joke. It's just a joke. A little levity. Some guy by the name of Phil, someone else by the name of Crystal Holborn. That was it. And that was posted 19 hours ago. Last time I checked, Cliff has about 15,000 friends. So even they said, this is ridiculous. That's absurd. Cliff has done a lot of stupid things online, but that's one of the worst I've seen so far. Go to the phones. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Um, real quickly, then I want to move on to the next subject real quick. But there was a caller yesterday who claims he saw the plane. Oh, God. Fly into the building. Nobody been it. He's probably going to say that he's seen Bigfoot and he's seen Elvis and he's seen an alien. Right. Um, so he's just taking whatever he saw on TV and imagining that he saw it in real life. By the way, Donnie, are you in like a far? Are you on the run too from the police? It sounds like you're you're in a remote place. I can barely hear. You're breaking in and out. You got a bad phone connection today. Oh, can you hear me better now? Yeah, just uh, get out of the, the 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 rabbit hole that you've been sitting in for the last two hours, and uh, let's see if you can get a better better uh, quality of uh, phone call here. Does it sound better now, or what? Uh, no, it's really not. All right, good. all right. So, uh, go on with 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 yet something oh. else that. That Danny Nancy Francis Hochul, thinks is crazy. The governor decides to come out with this new vaccine yeah. that she's pushing, saying that oh, vaccine. new COVID that's out there, your old COVID vaccine ain't going to do anything for it. Right. So you guys are going to line right back up, aren't you? Well, I'm not. I'm not lining up for COVID 2.0. Not going to happen. And let me Why? make this very I clear. Mean, this is for everybody's safety, Glenn. What yeah. are you talking about? You sound like a conspiracy theorist. No, I just, no, I'm not a conspiracy theorist like you are. Wait a minute, we're on the same page as far as vaccinations are concerned. Why are you arguing I with know, me? I know, I was playing uh, the devil's, devil's advocate. advocate there for a you owe me a beer. It's getting pretty ridiculous. Well, right? I, yeah, but a lot, but, but Donnie, it's, it's really not. One, it's not, a man, it's not mandated yet. Yes, you got to go into the Samaritan or any one of their offices, which is, which is all of them, with a mask on. Uh, but people are, you know, they're not they're not going to conform to this like they did no, a couple years ago. No, are starting to do it too. I just got word that I'm not going to name the place, but there's a place in Lowellville that won't let you in. Uh, order a sub unless you uh, have a, a mask on. Well, uh, like this is like a direct sub franchise or something. Well, you said it, not me, but yes. Oh, oh <laughs> I don't, well, those are independently owned, so I I don't know. Uh, if, if, yeah, if, that's going down in Lowville. I just got word of that today. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people in Lowville that have to make that choice whether or not they want to sub from that establishment or not. That's all. That's that's what makes America great. Well, up until now, at least. Well, I hope they go out of business. I mean, this is this is pretty ridiculous. Well, you don't want anyone to go out of business. People have their own convictions. You have your own no, convictions. If you're pushing the mask mandates and the vaccines, you should really go out of business. Yeah. You know, then here here is news junkie. They're sitting here pushing the COVID like it's, you know, the next new thing that's awesome. You know, they don't have any rhetoric that's against it except for one post two weeks ago from Claudia Tenney. Hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Governor Hochul calls on residents to get the new COVID-19 vaccine. Donnie says not happening. (sighs) If she came into town, what question would you ask her, Donnie? Oh, God. Um, I'd probably just cuss her out. No, you wouldn't. Donnie, get, get a hold I of yourself. I did that when she came to Clayton, I did. You cussed her out? 
Um, off camera, but yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, I hope you come up with a more, uh, you know, a better substantive, substantive, substantive question no than that. Witch. Sorry. She's literally a witch. No, she's she not. She was in Saratoga Springs a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. She literally said that she was summoning the spirits of women from the 1800s. You only say that unless you're literally summoning the spirit. Witches do that. Mm. Oh, wow. I just read this uh, as we were speaking. I did kind of like the Jeff Graham thing. I said, Jeff, I have the cure for cancer. Hey, did you know uh, Mitt Romney's retiring? Wow. How about that? 755. Oh, uh, we still have a caller on the phone. Sorry. Anyway, 755. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I got to go. Oh, Samantha. How's Samantha doing? Donnie, all right. Take care. I got to go. And uh, all right. I'll talk to you in a bit. We have a... We have a uh, consistent caller who's left of center who says I should hang up on Donnie. I won't say who. Uh, 755-1240 is the number if you want. I, oh, by the way, if you have a question for um, for Attorney Joe Stanley, by all means, give me a shout because I need, I need info. I need something to talk about. I really do. I mean, I could sit here and talk about, you know, what tires you need for the upcoming season that will bore you to tears and everyone will just walk away and start listening to 790, God forbid. So I got to come up with something. So give me, give me some uh, military. Give me some arsenal. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. When is everybody going to just uh, figure out what only is? Well, I he's think nothing but a tr- he's nothing but a troublemaker. I told you this from day one. You did. That guy has done little or nothing in his lifetime. He's got uh, he's got some power now. Yeah, he does. He uh, he hates the city because he. Uh, he got arrested seven times, yeah. and he said that they broke his arm and did all this stuff. This guy is nothing but trouble. You know, I think you're finally figuring it out. He just wants to cause commotion, and um, it's just tough to listen to him almost every day, what's coming out of his mouth. What I don't like are personal attacks. If you've, if you've listened to this show, of course, over the years, uh, Jeff, the same I, re- I And if I do get into physical this, that, or the other thing, or observations, uh, please stop me and call me a douchebag because I really deserve that. I can't believe someone would be- get that personal and show a picture from three years ago and suggest that because of stress and attitude that our mayor, Mayor Jeff Smith, is is losing his, his look due to, due, due to his attitude. The thing attitude. is, Glenn, yeah. this has been going on with him since he uh, took the office. He's very arrogant, and he, he knows that nobody's going to call him on it. You're one of the first people I, I, I see calling him on. Well, you call on him behavior. all the time. Yeah. There's something wrong with his behavior. I don't know what it is, but there's something going on well, with that man. I think and, you um, you hit it, though. It's power. Power does that to you. Look at the woman down there in, uh, in New Mexico. And I'm going to bring that up to Joe Stanley. He'll have a heart attack when I bring that up. Look at that Governor Grisham down there in, in, that nobody knew this woman until three days ago when she decided that she was going to uh, uh, have a state of emergency in, in New Mexico uh, due to uh, uh, recent shootings there. She was going to uh, disallow anyone to have concealed or unconcealed. Or how do I put that? And she, she's basically telling people you can't have your guns anymore. And she thinks she's going to get away with it. That's power. That's what happens when power goes to your head. You start thinking Did you like a maniac. To the sheriff? Uh, uh, yeah, well, the sheriff said he's not going to enforce it. He's not going to enforce it. Right. And so will all the other 
sheriffs in those counties. Right. They'll, uh, and she has no right to do it. But uh, only is he's a copy of her. You know, he thinks he can uh, say and do anything he wants. That's what power but, does. Uh, That's what power does, even okay. at a lower level. Thank you, my friend. You know, here's the thing, and I said this the other day. I'll say this again. In this day and age of polarized politics, politics in general, and you know, it started when you know who came down the escalator in June of 2015, and it's been going, it's been building up ever since. What Councilman Cliff only represents is the ladder, uh, and by that I mean an actual ladder, L A T T E R. You go up a ladder. Am I saying that right? Ladder. ladder. No, it's L A D D E R. Jeez, I I should go back to school. Anyway, you got the president, who's woke, never was, but he's really woke now. Plus, he hasn't woken up all day, so we have no idea what Biden's doing right now. Then you got the, they got the vice president, very woke. Then you got the majority of Democratic people, particularly those from the East Coast and West Coast, extremely woke. Then you go over the House of Representatives, the majority of them are very woke. All these people we can, it's like, my goodness, it doesn't end. And, this, and back in the day, it's just, boy, politicians on the high, high end, uh, high level are crazy. But at least we have some semblance of order here in the local part of things. We have uh, John McHugh. We have, over the years, of course, then we have this congressperson, and then we have Elise Stefanik, and now we have Claudia Tenney. We have people of reason. We have city council people over the years, Jim Brett. We had uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff Smith. We've had Jeff Graham. We've had all types of people. No one really, if they were liberal, it was slightly noticed. But during this whole time when we have all these crazy characters at the high levels, at that same time, we have our own right here. If there's one thing that Cliff only brings a lot of attention to, it's himself, just like this woman down there in New Mexico. So you can't say that this is only in Washington. You can't say this is only in Albany. You can't say this is only in the regional districts of you know like some crazy uh, uh, state senator from Oswego that's influencing our lives, which, by the way, has never happened. But now we have someone of our own. We have our own Grisham right here. We have our own AOC right here. His name is Councilman Cliff Only. So it makes it interesting. I, I, it drives me nuts, particularly this meme and this vicious attack on our mayor for no reason, by the way. And Cliff, you got to remember, you, you, you know, you, you, you're not getting any younger either. Plus, you smoke like a chimney. So you got to watch your own health before you start picking on other people. Remember, when you point the finger at someone on social media, how's that go again? Three of those social media posts are pointing right back at you. I don't think that's the way it goes, but I think I got the idea across. Turn your radio down. Yeah, of course I did. How are you doing today, Glenn? Good, good. Now it's lefty to take over the show. Go ahead. Go! I'll only take it over for a couple of minutes. Okay. Hey, I want to I want to apologize to, to Donnie the other day for I, I was I was sitting below the belt when instead of calling him flat earth I you know I threw in the other word that no one wants to hear about. So. Hmm. Okay. So that's why he was mad at me, and that's why he was mad at you. I'm sure. Well, I find him entertaining, and I find the, some of the things he says I, I find like credible that other people don't think are. I sent you over uh, through Facebook message. Uh, it was a, it's a little thing that's showing all the people he was talking about. Not that I necessarily agree with it, but what he was talking about that saw 9-11 and just, you know, all the architects that were first on site, all the firemen that first on site, everybody was saying it was an explosion. Hmm. And yeah. everybody is showing that that's not the way buildings could collapse. So that's where he's getting his information right. from credible right. sources right. that have been silenced now for whatever reason, but... They were credible sources in the day. Right. But things changed. Yeah, they Whether changed. Whether or not there was CGI I showing up. I don't think they were credible at all, for the record. Good, good, out that. But 
regardless, just wanted to give a little clarity out there. Read that so you know all the sides of the story anyway. Gotcha. Don't just necessarily write him off immediately because, you know, people write Alex Jones off because 20% of what he says is crazy. The whole Sandy Hook thing was crazy. Really crazy. 80%, he's really on top of it. He is. You know, he knows a lot of things that are going on. Donnie seems to be in that that same He is. Yeah, Donnie, Donnie, uh, he has 80% of his stuff is intriguing. Uh, the other twenty percent is just off the rails, just like our friend uh, um, QAnon friend starts with the letter K, yep, but I won't and, say. And Alex Jones, you know, exactly. it's just one of those things. But I, I believe a lot of what he's talking about, a lot of it, it just washes over you. Yeah, I got you. I, uh, oh, another thing. I, yeah, we're at the bottom. There's, of the, there's, yeah. a pro, there's a there's a program you can get. Yeah. And it's and, and it's it's basically close to free. So what it will do is when someone's in the queue and they call your station. Yeah. What it will do is immediately go because it's a talk show. You have it in talk show mode. And it's for someone that doesn't have a producer, and it goes right to immediately listening to your show hmm. instead of a ring, and it stays there as long as they stay on. Hmm. Okay. Now, if you just bought your mixer or mics or anything from me whatsoever, I'd come in and hook it up for you for free because it's pretty simple for someone. All right. Do. Well, Jim likes but, hearing that, but but, but, you, but you do but you do have your guy uh, Ken. I'm sure he could figure it out. Yeah, he so could. Maybe you could buy him lunch and he could do it for you. Well, well, even if you did it for free and you could prove that you could do it, Jim would still get someone from New York City and spend $3,000 and tell everyone that's exactly how we went I because know. that's how Jim I operates. I know. That's the way that is. Yeah, right. Uh, just kicking back, though, we've kind of got through that whole thing. Yeah. Cliff is the, the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. He, well, I don't know if he gets the point. grease, but he certainly gets a lot of attention, if that's what you refer to grease as. Well, it is. I mean, he gets everything he's wanted so far has gone through. I'd say he gets the grease. Yeah. Well, we he's the AOC of Northern yeah. New York. He is the, 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 the left of center AOC. Um, Ant- oh, by the way, Anthony Weiner, former former uh, councilman from New York City, he was on the uh, Jesse uh, Waters show yesterday, and they say it's going to be an ongoing thing. And you know what? I applaud it. I thought it was very good. He's fugly as hell, just like most of those guys. But boy, he was very smart. Very smart. I've seen him on Bill. I've seen him on Bill Maher before. Yeah. And he, you know, he made the classic mistake that a lot of people with power do, right. myself included. Right. You know, power to him. I don't care what someone does with their personal life. I really don't no, care. No, I, I, he made a lot of good ever. points, and I and I think he brought a lot of life to uh, Jesse Waters' show. They're changing the format. But i got to go. It's the bottom of the hour. i got to go. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye now, don't you? All right, that's uh, Lefty. Hi, you're on the air. It's J- Jason, I can't be too long. Sorry, I'll be very fast. You say that all the time. Okay. Well, Here we I go. read a news article that JCC enrollment is yep. down 38%. 38% so how can we from turn last that year? around and keep people in the city? I, I, don't, I have no idea. I just think people don't like higher learning anymore. They don't see a need for it, Jason. Higher learning is a thing of the past for, for many people. I mean, if well, people aren't going to work, why would they go to school? I think there's a well, direct correlation. Point, but I, I have a few uh, suggestions. What's that? As an elected official, if I get elected, let's turn the college into a four-year degree. Let's put degrees that people can put to work right now. You see all the work outside with the roads? Right. Let's put engineer degrees and make it four years so we keep them around for four years. All right. Listen, i got to go only because it's never going to happen. But um, Donnie, uh, uh, Jason, thank you very much. Jason's running for city council. And now, of course, we have Attorney Joe Stanley. How are you doing, sir? Good, Glad. How are you? Good, 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 good. All right, so, Joe, I just, I, I, again, I know we talk about a lot of things as, in as far as, you know, sa- you know, keeping people abreast of, you know, uh, whether or not they drive safely in cer- certain situations. I want to get off a little bit about politics right now. 
you, 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 you're not a constitutional lawyer, but you are Joe Knows. You are Joe Stanley. You know a lot of things. And, again, we have our Marjorie Taylor Greene. We have a lot of crazies on our side, at least in the eye of the beholder, of course. But you got this New Mexico governor down there saying that she has the right to take away guns because of a so-called state of emergency in New Mexico. What say? I know you know about this because you know everything. What say you about her? Is she right or, or not, Joe? Well, uh, you know, you're you're into a, a a very hazy part of you know any legitimate states of emergency. Um, you know, the law allows you to do a lot of things that may not be constitutional on a regular basis. So, I guess the first question is: Is there a reason for the state of emergency, and is the the steps being taken necessary? for the emergency that exists and mm. you know that's a that's not even a that you know that's a public safety it's a political issue and it's you know ultimately it, it will be a legal issue so because i'm sure several courts will get to chime in on it but um so i just don't i mean I, again i growing up I, I've often seen, you know, I always felt like, for instance, someone like, uh, I keep on using Pat, Senator, former Senator Patrick Moynihan. I know you're familiar with him. And, and now I see, I, I see people in high places. The vice president doesn't see, I can't understand how she passed the bar exam, Joe. You know how difficult that was. Um, I, and then I see the senator of your uh, home state of, of Pennsylvania who says good night, not to, you know, good morning or whichever, or, or, or you know, it's just, it's insane. But when I hear this woman, and not just because she's a Democrat, this goes on both sides, Joe. This is clearly, this is on both sides. Do you think there's that the level of intelligence has been degraded, for the lack of a better word, when it comes to higher office? We're talking about a governor of a United State, and, and not to mention someone like John Fetterman, who might have been smart before his stroke, but really at this level, I don't think he has the aptitude any greater than, than a 12-year-old in, in many respects. It, do you see this? And they say the same thing about the president because he's wandering off the stage. He says things that don't make any sense. Do you think we should draw some boundaries to the qualifications of either an elderly person who has cognitive issues or someone who obviously had a stroke? Or in the case of the, of the governor in New Mexico, whether or not she has the, the intelligence and or aptitude to go ahead and say, I'm going to shut the states down. You can't have a gun because I said so. Well, you know, those things are all up to the voters because those are all very subjective criteria. Those are your interpretation of facts. And I'm sure I know, I know other people. So again, those are political and subjective issues. And that's best up left to the voters because once you cross that line of deciding you don't like someone because of their politics, but I can't get rid of them for that. I want to get rid of them for something else. You're, you're off into a, a very, very, very hazy and bias driven almost hate-driven agenda when you start Oh, I agree. I and I agree. You can't you you can't let your emotions get the best of you. I totally agree with that, Joe. But at the same time, I think there should man, I I you know, Patrick Moynihan knew the constitution. He knew history. When he came up here in in, in northern New York, he knew the history behind what the you know, Black River and the river itself and the Adirondacks. I think that's so important. I think we've lost that. Uh, and not just at the level of a high-level senator or governor. But it just seems like in everyday life, 
We just re- we just had a discussion how JCC's enrollment is down as much as thirty eight percent, and I, I think that correlates with the fact that you know if people don't want to work, why would people want to have higher learning? Do you, do you see that, Joe? Do you see that you know less people want to go to college these days because it d- doesn't seem to get them anywhere in their attitude? Well, again, you know whether it gets them anywhere or not, that's again their personal choice, and uh, yeah, you know you can't make. You can't make decisions about people's motivations based on your own biases because, again, it's a free country. Somebody doesn't want to go to college; they don't have to go to college. Might um, you know? There's a you know there's a lot to be said that colleges and, and community colleges aren't set to train people for the jobs they need. So, you know, there's a lot of structural issues. But again, those aren't those are things to deal with as a society. They really even should be political issues. They should be things that everybody wants to work together to make the country successful, which I think part of the problem is people are worrying about just somebody's old, they're not competent. Somebody had a stroke, they're not competent. Right. Somebody's a Democrat or a Republican, they're not competent, right. which is what you just said, by mm, the way. I did. With no proof, with no proof. Well, um, it's, a, it's so, a good observation. Uh, but again, I, I, you know, I can say that, but, you know, Lauren Boebert was just in a at a senior play, and she had to be kicked out because she didn't have any manners, and she was gesturing and fighting with people. Does that make her incompetent? Should she is she qualified to be a congressperson? I don't know. I, I think I, etiquette. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Those are kind of things that those are up to the voters. Yeah, it, I'm glad you brought people. that up. We just heard that on CBS News. She's a congresswoman, and she was at a play. I forget which play it was, and she was yelling. She was singing along too loud, and she was vaping. Wait, I mean, how old? I, I don't know this person. How old is she? Uh, she's in her forties. That that's 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 bad behavior. I would go. I mean, that's obviously bad behavior. And by the way, uh, vaping is almost as bad, if not worse, than cigarette smoke. It almost looks like that you're you're on fire when you use that when you when you exhale. So I'm glad they kicked her out of there. That is disgraceful. But like you said, Joe, at the end of the day, it's the voters that will decide. Uh, uh, and, and hopefully they'll they'll never forget something like that. Okay, so th- well, yeah, you're, you know that's right. That's what the country's about. But yeah. Hopefully, you need an educated populace to vote. But right. Well, true. And, and again, if if I see that the mayor and/or governor of, of Maui, the guys that obviously uh, uh, you know uh, dropped the ball when it came to uh, what what happened out there about three four weeks ago. If I if I hear that any one of those guys are reelected, that would be the worst reelection cycle since Marion Barry from Washington D.C., who was literally caught in a hotel room with a hooker, or I think she was smoking crack cocaine, went to jail for it, lost his mayoralship, and yet two years later they voted him back in again. That that's what scares me the most. We know about these people. We know someone vaping at a. At, we, I don't want our congresswoman Claudia Tenney to have headlines saying that she got too loud at a play and she was vaping. That would be on my mind, even as a conservative, for for the next year and a half before I vote for her again. By the way, that's not going to happen. But those things people should take into consideration. That's for sure, Joe. And I'm glad you brought brought that example up. We just heard that on CBS News. Real quick. I don't know, but I'm sure because of the build big, better, bigger, better, whatever Biden's plan has been after COVID money all poured out in all of our cities, we have more construction here, Joe, than I can shake a stick at. And it gets to the point where it's potluck to whether or not you can get from the east side to the west side. I'm not bitching, but at the same time, 
Should there be a centralized, I guess, notice? I guess I didn't get the memo the night before, but a lot of people are complaining that they're doing this construction, you know, out of the blue. And in the case of Watertown, they were doing construction on two major thoroughfares at the same time, parallel roads, Coffee Street and Arsenal Street. In your guesstimation, I know it's summer, I know the building season's running out, but there, should there be rules to whether or not they're doing too much construction in the same region, Joe? Hey. I don't, you know, planning is planning. I'm sure there's somebody that's planning the road work that needs to be done when it can be done, when the contractors can do it. And sometimes it's not within anybody's control. Sometimes it's different contractors. I know about these things and, you know, it is. I think the road construction's posted, whether or not it's convenient, that's a different story. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. It is necessary. Uh, but I wonder if, you know, because here's the thing, Joe, people get flustered. They get frustrated. So when they're when they when they're behind, you know, trying to get to work or deliver something for their company, whichever, they then they then people take more chances and they get more angry. And I'm sure over the years you probably have encountered situations where people, because of lack of time to get from point A to point B, were exasperated uh, by by construction sites. So I, to me, it just seems like it, it just makes matters worse. But like you said, uh, you know, it's no one can pause. It's never going to be a perfect world when it comes to multiple construction sites at the same time. Very true. So, Joe, what else is happening? I mean, I, I, you're not a Jets fan, are you? No, I'm not a Jets fan. Well, apparently Aaron Rodgers is going to have an interview uh, on ESPN or with somebody uh, to describe his future. Uh, and uh, we we hope we wish rather the best for him, but he's 39 years old, and this might be the end of his future. So good thing that's you're not a, a yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It's a bad injury for anybody. So, yeah yeah, it was unfortunate. Yeah yeah, and the I, game was unfortunate. He got hurt, and the game was worse, and that's hard to believe that the game could be worse than his injury. What, what do you mean by what do you mean by? In the, I mean, it's just it was it was you know it's just you know sad. It's a stark thing, mm-hmm. and then the football game on top of it was just a just a, a brutal, brutally horrendous football game. Really? Wow. Poorly played, poorly huh. played football game. Really it, bad. Interesting, and I I think that's predictable too because a lot of these starters don't play in preseason, and essentially their preseason are the first game or two. So it, yes, it, that's true. And some of these teams look like they've never played. So yeah, no, that's a good point. And I and I and they've extended the number of games in preseason, and yet a lot of these starters don't play. And you wonder whether or not that might have had some type of role uh, at 39 years old, by the way, in his injury. That's one of the worst injuries too uh, that you can get. Very painful, and yet he held it back. He's a strong dude, that's for sure. Well, Joe, thank you. This is awesome. We do this each and every Wednesday here on the Live at Five show with Attorney Joe Stanley. But when people need to get in contact with you, Joe, how can one do that? Sure, StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is joe at StanleyLawOffices.com. The phone number is 1-800-608-3333. As always, thank you very much, Joe, and uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks. Thank you. That's uh, Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Live at Five Show. Got to do a break. We'll be back right after this. Turn your metal trash into cash. Butel MIP 658-2004. All right, so the story goes, <clears throat> Bobart is her last name. Yeah, I just lost it. Dip, 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 day. Sorry. Where is it? Uh, all right, so this, according to whatever, doesn't really matter. <clears throat> uh, Lauren Bobart. Uh, she is a congresswoman from Colorado, 
escorted out of the Beetlejuice musical. And it's funny because in the last couple of days, I've been hearing a lot of mentions about Beetlejuice the musical. It's one of those things like the minutia in the area. You hear something in the background, but you don't quite understand why until I heard the report. And then, of course, Joe, uh, Stanley, Joe Attorney Joe Stanley brought it up. This was published uh, yesterday. Uh, United States Representative uh, Lauren Bobart was escorted out of Sunday night's performance. I told you this. In an incident reported shared with the Denver Post, uh, they wrote that two patrons were asked to leave the city-owned Buell Theater during the performance in Denver. It's a touring Broadway show. They previously were issued warnings during the intermission regarding behavior that prompted three complaints from other theatergoers. Sounds like community broadcasters that the, uh, the city debate. You know, the report does not name Bobart as one of the patrons or identify the other person, but her campaign office, while disputing the behavior alleged, confirmed that she was escorted from the Buell Theater on Sunday night during the Beetlejuice show. The incident report states that after receiving the intermission warning about five minutes into the second act, security officials received yet another complaint about the patrons being loud. And at the time they were recording, obviously using their phones taking pictures and recording, which, of course, is not permitted at shows. The report quotes, one of the ushers, they told me that they would not leave. I'm not leaving! I told them they need to leave. In the th- now, this, is, this woman is really good friends with Matt Gates. When, uh, when they were deciding on McCarthy there back in January, whether, you know, voting for the she and Gates were like, you know, two peas in a pod doing that whole thing. She's very pretty. Uh, but she's just defiant, and I just don't know. Just like with uh, uh, Cliff Only, uh, Councilman Cliff Only, excuse me. Why draw attention to yourself in this way? Why? It's, this is this is just bad behavior. You're acting like a ten-year-old. Check that. You're acting like an eleven-year-old. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? Uh, talking about JCC. Yeah. And why they're down like thirty-eight percent? Yeah. A lot of people didn't realize this, but the SUNY and the CUNY. Uh, education departments yeah. are requiring that if you want a degree from one of those schools, you have to take a basically a CRT class. Oh, critical race theory class? Yes. And that's what's holding people back from going to JCC? Well, I'll tell you what, I don't want to have to take it. No, but you're you're 110. I mean, you know, 20... Well, not not exactly, but... You know what I'm saying. I mean... Why, why do I have to... Why do I have to... I'm not... Part of the uh, gender thing. No. But that's what they're requiring. Do you think that's that's the... And by the way, is that that like one semester? Critical race theory? No, it's to get your your degree. All right, so it sounds like it's part of... It's like you get three credits by going into this class and find out why white people are bad. Is that it? Yeah, and why transgender people are great. I I tell you what, you know what, my friend, first of all, I disagree. I don't think, I mean, I I, I appreciate your your thinking on this. Did you read this somewhere, or you just think that that, that's a reason? No, it it was put on from the State Department of Ed. No, that's what I'm saying, but do you think this is the reason why people aren't enrolling? Yeah, because they're going to private schools instead of the SUNYs. Private schools are like five times more expensive. Yeah, but if you have a certain way of thinking, yeah. you're not going to go there. Well, first of all, private school probably indoctrinates at the same level. Uh, but I don't see that. And by the way, anyone between the ages of 18 and 26, which is typically the college years, they don't care about CRT. It's probably a blow-off course like uh, basket weaving or taking tennis for that matter. 
I, I, yeah, I, I personally would take that course just as much as I watch the Rachel Maddow show just to see how crazy it is. I would love to take that course. I would love it. <laughs> I really would. Well, you're different than me, my friend. Well, no, because, again, I say it all the time. It's best to know what the enemy is thinking. Because if you don't want the, know what the enemy is thinking, then you, you're never going to learn what the enemy is thinking, I guess. It, it's, it's like you got to be one of them. So you go in there, you act brainwashed, you go in there as a good Christian fellow that you are, uh, and that you're an American, and, and, and for that matter, uh, uh, you're a creature from the 20th century, and you would learn what they're thinking about you. Because that's exactly what CRT is. It's to instruct why conservative white men are bad for America. And I want to know that. Well, I'm a bad, I'm a bad guy, then. You're, well, you know you're not. I know you're not. But we all do. But let's find out why they say so. And to me, it would be enlightening. And I would go to school just so I could take that course. It's a heck of a lot better than taking physics. I can tell you that much. Hopefully, I wouldn't fail CRT. If it, that would be a low I have point. I feel that's what most of it is about. All right. Fair enough. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I don't think it's that. I mean, most kids are indoctrinated anyway. If, if I found out that I had to take a course and I got credited for it that, that talks, about, talks about my heritage and how bad I am, and then I'm, I'm, I'm part of that picture, I'm, I'm with them anyway, oh, God, talk about a blow-off course. It's probably a pass-fail, but nonetheless, if it's a requirement, I'd take that. No doubt about it. You know how much fodder I would have for this show by taking that course alone? Glenn, are you going to talk about this again today? Yes, I am. Well, you have detention at 5 o'clock. What? This is a free country. Not anymore. Move to New Mexico. All right, so the latest thing about uh, McCarthy uh, from California, Speaker of the House, him just digging up this this latest. This is what I don't want from the Republicans. There's a lot of things I don't want from the Republicans. This is the main thing. Don't draw attention to yourself. The first thing they're going to say, just like John Fetterman there down in Pennsylvania, shows up in his, he was wearing shorts and a T-shirt, and he had a, picture of some some congressman that or senator that that is ill and this guy's a u.s senator by the way he went from being a mayor almost like a part-time mayor in some podunk town in western pennsylvania has a massive stroke looks like he's on his last leg and he becomes senator of the united states and he walks out of his office in black shorts and a t-shirt and some someone's mug on his oh you're gonna impeach us oh i'm so afraid Oh, my God. It, it's just amazing how the Republicans lose to these bums, and they're going to continue to lose to them, and eventually someone like Kamala Harris. But no, okay, I digress. So when Kevin McCarthy draws up the plan to, to, uh, to impeach Joe Biden, it's like you already know your, your, your peer isn't long enough. You, you can get all the votes you want on your own party. You still need two-thirds of the Senate. It's not going to happen. Not even close. Why? Why start something that you know you're going to fail out, fail at rather, and they're just going to turn around and laugh at you, and still indict Trump five, six, seven, maybe eight more times before the primaries begin? Oh, it's a distraction. It, I wish he hadn't done that. And it's one of those things. that's like once you start, you can't stop. You know, you always hear that when you run up to someone giving you a ticket at, at, at you know, for, for uh, a, a, a meter reader comes around. So, no, I just went inside for five minutes. Too late. I started writing the ticket. Too late. So, I again, there's no way Joe Biden's going to be impeached. It's more for the Rachel Maddow's of the world to point the finger right back at us and say, here you go again. 
You're distracting from this man, this crazed man who's got four indictments. How many times do you hear that? Always, oh, we have a man, we have a president running for the Republicans that has four indictments against them. How can America deal with that? And when you put it in those terms, it's like, wow, they're, they're kind of right on that. But then you realize they're the ones coming up with the indictments. These are the same people that try to impeach him over a phone conversation in the hallway about something that eventually we all found out was true. And I'm talking, of course, about Ukraine. So they can concoct whatever they want because ignorance in America is beyond bliss. And majority of Americans, unfortunately, are Democrats. And each and every day, boomers die. And people older than the boomer generation are dying every second. So conservatism, unfortunately, is dying with them. And more and more, by the time 2024 comes around, it's just a, it's a fruitless effort. It really is. And when Trump does lose, they're going to turn around and they you see, this is what America wants. And that's, unfortunately, we're going to have to live with that. It sucks. And I know I'm pissing you off. I don't want to piss you off. I wish there was a better way. I wish there was a better candidate. I love Donald Trump, but he's got so much baggage on him only because they handed it to him. They keep on filling his bags with more crap that's weighing him down, and it's frustrating other Republicans with it. Not to mention the Mitt Romney Republicans who were never going to vote for him to begin with. So it's going to be a tall battle. It's going to be a really, really wicked, wicked year in 2024. And who knows what happens in 225 when China finally invades Taiwan. By the way, I got something today. I'm going to share it with you. I got to be real clean here. I got a text from a phone number. Where is it? I hope I didn't get rid of it. Did I get rid of it? I think I did. Shoot. Oh, no, here it is. Oh, no, it wasn't it. I got this text, and you know, typically you get something like, uh, "Oh, an a, a Asian woman waiting for you." Hit hit this link right here. You usually get like an email. It it goes typically goes into your spam folder, or you uh, someone wants to be your friend on Facebook, only to find out it's some prostitution ring somewhere in Indonesia or something. And, you know, you got to be careful with that because that's how they can hack into your account and blah, blah, blah. You can comp- they can complicate things. But today I literally got a text sent to me by a phone number. It wasn't one of those hashtags 60497. It was a phone number. And it says, hi, this is Diane. She didn't put my name on there. I said, Diane, who are you? And then she sends a picture and it's this beautiful Asian woman who looked like Fang Fang. You know, Stallwell's uh, mistress there that stole, I don't know how many uh, secrets and brought him over the pond uh, to President Xi there. Only God only knows what damage that did. And I said, oh, you look like uh, uh, Fang Fang's uh, rejected. I, I got nasty right from the beginning. And I was hoping, geez, I hope this isn't like an agency that somehow or other is sending me their picture. <laughs> but right, right away, when I see a picture of a beautiful Asian woman, probably around 22, 23 years old. I just, I just went off. I said, I'm going to call President Xi right now. My name is Kim. I'm from North Korea, and I'm going to report you. And then I said, how many ugly American guys do you have to bang before you make money during this? And you know it's all a robot. There's no woman at the other end of this line. It's some guy somewhere going, what, you know, what do you mean? I, I want to get to know you. Screw you. I really went to task with this. I feel like such a man. <laughs> Then I look behind me to see if someone's going to hit me over the head. Yeah, call me paranoid. Hi, you're in the air. After listening to you yeah. go on about what's happening, yeah. I feel that you have fallen for the Democrats' plan to 
overwhelm you everything with Trump. No, I haven't. So that so that you don't vote for Trump. Oh, I'm going to vote this for has Trump. They're playing yeah. since he stepped on the stage, and they're doing it every day because they want you to feel the way you do. I don't want to vote for Trump because because of this. They're going to keep it up till the day the election is is there, and I believe you have fallen for it. No, I haven't. I don't know. You sure sound like it, Glenn. Well, I'm, you really do. Well, I'm only no. I'm. Do I sound like I'm caving? Maybe that's a better word. Yes. Okay. You sound exactly like you're caving. I feel you I, aren't. You aren't saying anything like. You know, we got to stick together. Yeah, we're not. Gonna, no we don't have, there's the not Democrat, enough of us. That's you, my point, though. You know, no, 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 no. Hear me out, because I got. I don't know much time left. I first of all, I'm voting for Donald Trump in 2024, whether he's in jail, in shackles, whatever. I don't care. I'm voting for that man. But I just feel hopeless. We are outnumbered. We have everything yes. against us, my friend. Yes, we are. I agree wholeheartedly. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I think we've lost it. But we can't let them back us into a wall. We've got to say good things. No matter what, no matter if we're overwhelmed by so many Democrats, we can't just keep saying he's indicted a uh, hundred times. There's going to be all kinds of problems if he get elected. We can't go on that way. There's a lot you of people. Yeah, I agree. And you, you don't have to convince me. And I certainly okay, don't have to convince I, you. All right, thank you. But my, here's my point. There's a lot of naysayers out there that call themselves Republicans, call themselves conservatives, that would just assume pay $5 in gas than to go back to a summer of George Floyd. And here's another thing. If somehow or other, and, and, I've, and I've heard Tucker talk about this recently, and, and others, I think even Joe Rogan alluded to this, that if Donald Trump becomes president, he is a marked man. Any given president is marked by some maniac. But in the case of the, 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 the Grover Cleveland version of the 21st century, uh, Donald Trump coming back for a second term with, with, with four years of freedom— for this reckless liberal society that we live in right now, that they would not tolerate that. And I would say it would probably come from, from a certain group of people that profess and demand respect for the trans world. What happened in Memphis or Nashville, Tennessee last spring is strongly indicative of where we are today. That person went in and shot and killed six people, three of which were nine-year-olds. And to this day, we still don't know why she did it or he did it or she or whatever. And then, then we have the press secretary say, well, she, she, you know, she, 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 was, she, she didn't like the rules of Tennessee in so many words. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Justifying it. That's the group that they would have to worry about. But again, I just see the, the stack is decked or the deck is stacked. And uh, I worry about things, that's for sure. But I'm clearly on the side of the Republicans. Voting for Donald Trump is clear and paramount. AM 1240 WA10 and Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS News. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Relief for thousands of residents today around Chester County, Pennsylvania, where police finally.